I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. Coming to you live again from TalkCast PDX, TalkCast PDX Studios. Wes says that he will be back on Monday, so we'll be back in our old home there at 8.60 a.m., the answer, in Portland. We were grateful for the studios of TalkCast PDX and Jeremy Scott for producing for us this whole time. And I uh, want to remind everybody that if you're listening live on Aftermath.fm, you're listening to the live show, and for those listening on the radio, we've been actually tape delaying a lot of the shows this week because uh, Wes is recuperating and we'll be back to normal operations on Monday. So just to let you know the, um, the situation, I mean, it's been, it's been a long, long week, but we've been trying to do our best, you know, with what we have and what we're doing and, uh, you know, this uh, whole COVID thing, this whole, whole COVID thing's hard. I mean, it's like, you know, you have to be careful about what you say, you have to be careful about what you do. And, uh, you know, and and it helps. You know, if you if you keep abreast of what is going on with the show, and the only way you can keep abreast with the show is to actually be a part of the Aftermath Media Group. And we've uh, we've basically told you that there are many places where you can find out information about the show. Either you can wait for your radio station to tell you, or you can go to Aftermath Media, and there we have the social media, we have news, we have. Uh, we have chat. We have other people in there that will let you know what's going on. We have all kinds of get-togethers. In fact, uh, this weekend I'm going to be doing uh, a Ground Zero visit. I show up in the library and people come by and say hello. We hang out about uh, usually about 2.30 in the afternoon Pacific time. I step in sometimes, say hello, talk with people, just have a you know a bull session. It's, it's not anything too formal. We just all get together and talk. Uh, it's like sitting around in a bar and kind of having a few drinks and talking. So we're going to do that. This Saturday, two thirty, around two thirty, it'll be Pacific time. So, if you want to join us in Aftermath Media, just uh, sign up. By the way, we're in the final days of that deal we were telling telling you about. About one twenty nine, one hundred twenty nine dollars gets you full access. You and three other people. Uh, that's about thirty. That's about thirty bucks or so to get in. And so uh, that's a, that's a year. So, I mean, we still have the five dollar and the ten dollar subscriptions. If uh, you know, that's a little steep for you. But if you can. You know, get people to invest with you. It's a lot cheaper, and uh, we're trying to make it easier for people to sign up and be a part of Ground Zero because there's so many things going on with the show, so many things going on behind the scenes that we can't possibly uh, keep everybody informed. So if you have one central place where you can go to get informed, that would be Aftermath.media. Just go there, sign up. Uh, it's really easy to do. We have great tech support. We have great videos and all kinds of cool things. Uh, we have study groups, we have shows, we have other shows too that we run periodically on the network that people hear, and they really enjoy those shows as well. And, uh, you know, you get updated all the time about what's going on. If you're a member of Aftermath.media, you never get lost as to what Ground Zero is doing because we're always there in one central place for you to find out all of the information at Aftermath.media. And I know that people who have listened to Ground Zero for a long time know that we are a show that, that loves to speak our minds about all kinds of subjects that are considered taboo by most broadcasters. Now, there have been a number of my peers who have told me that they feel that I have a lot of courage to talk about the things I do. And I say, well, you know, it's basically the stuff that the media doesn't necessarily cover or they don't cover all that well. And obviously, I, I, I push free speech as far as I can without breaking it. 
I don't see myself as being a rebel. I, I mean, you know, now I don't see myself as being a rebel. I mean, back when I started, I thought, yeah, I'm a rebel. I'm out there and I'm doing it. I'm, I'm you know, kicking dirt in the face of the, of the man and all that. Well, I'm getting older now. And, you know, when I first started, my aim always was to somehow get a story out there to the public before someone else gets it and manipulates it with some agenda. And it's like I said before, I mean, what I wanted to be was a weatherman. And I, I didn't become one. I, and I wanted to be an actor, and I didn't become one. Well, I did become one. I was in a few movies. But I decided that I could be a weatherman in another way, and that is to get stories out to people to have them prepare for what is coming in the future. So it was more of a futurist type of you know, show, more so than conspiracy theory, although I have been labeled a conspiracy theorist as some whack, crazed whatever. I mean, I've been compared to other people. But the truth is, is that in the early 90s, when the show first started, I was into all kinds of things pop culture. I was looking in movies and comic books and, and science fiction books and history books and all these things. And what was really cool was that the internet was a useful tool to do that. Now it seems that while the internet is useful for doing research still, I mean, it's still a good place to do research, it's no longer a means to get a story out using social media like Facebook or Instagram or even YouTube. I know a lot of people continue to try, but for those of us that want to speak our minds, for those of us that want to be open about what we're talking about, not necessarily a political side or whatever, we're seeing that it's difficult to have anything on YouTube without getting a strike or a ban or going into jail or whatever they want to call it. Um, you know, it's been very difficult as uh, the powers that be upend their terms of service and punish people who somehow clash with their political model. And I'm trying to figure out what it is I see that it has a lot to do with the pseudo-political corporate model, and it's just confusing to try and understand it. I mean, in other words, the investors and the advertisers of these social media groups are what force these new draconian rules. And it is the corporate side of these institutions that create the incentive to ban, strike, or censor any independent thought. Now, now before you say that the censorship is a ploy or a liberal conspiracy, I'm also learning that conservative operations are not happy with those who consider themselves centrist or even objective. There are far too many news outlets, including so-called conservative media companies, who are so beholden to big tech that they temper their perspectives at best and outright cover up the truth at worst. I mean, it's, it's becoming difficult to inform. It's, it's not easy to inform, and it's not easy to be believed when one's own echo chamber will not allow an opinion that may rub people the wrong way politically. And since no one wears their politics on their sleeve, usually, unless they're speaking up, you're actually walking into a den of vipers, both conservative and liberal. And many, as you all know, will blatantly lie. These guys, these will, you know, many will lie in order to maintain the narrative that supports the radical agenda taking over much of the United States. They'll lie to your face, and they have been lying to people. Or they'll make up stuff, or they'll point the finger, or they'll expose what they think is a conspiracy theory. I got a phone call from Wes Scottco uh, the other day, and he was telling me that we received our second strike from YouTube because of a video that we labeled private, and we did not publish the video, but apparently even videos that are not published, and, and you know they can either be banned or censored or you know because it's sitting on YouTube server. We didn't know this. Many of our videos that we put 
on YouTube have been suppressed or removed by Facebook or Twitter. And I often laugh when people accuse me of posting something controversial to get video plays or page hits because most of the time what we post on Facebook diminishes our reach and I end up having to wait until a news feed builds again. Seriously. People say, oh, I know, Clyde, you have to throw meat to your – I get this all the time. I know, Clyde, you have to throw meat to your listeners by posting this, but don't you think this is a little bit you know, even weird for you to post? You know, I don't post things looking for meat to throw at my listeners. I post things that I find interesting that I read, and I, and I read them and I want to share them with people. And, and regardless of how it looks politically, I don't care. I mean, you can play with your politics all you want. That's a little sandbox game that people play because they want to think they're big and important and people care about what they think. Let me just tell you this. The guys in the suits in Washington, D.C. don't give a damn about what you think. And they never have, okay? And they never will. When they get out there and they parade their little, you know, nonsense oratories and they say, oh, I'm doing this for the children, you can bet that you know what they're doing with the children. You know what they're planning for the children. And I've seen it so many times that... Whenever somebody gets into my craw about how I feel politically, you know, I, I just look at them. I say, you know what? I don't really care. What is is what is, and what I see is what I see. Or, or when you post, I'm not, you could post so many things from different news outlets on Facebook, and you'll still have somebody on there that'll say, "Well, I don't believe anything CNN says, or I don't believe Facebook, anything that Fox News says." Well, good for you. Let me just find another outlet that you can believe in. Let's go to let's go to RT. I don't believe in RT because it's, it's propaganda. For, what do you believe in? What do you listen to? What do you read? I mean, you can take in information and then you use your discernment. You just don't label it bad because it doesn't fit your political criteria. That's how little children play. And that's why, I mean, you know, that's why when you put things up on the Internet, when you put things on Facebook and it's controversial or it's something that they don't like, it diminishes reach. It, it kills your newsfeed. So, no, it's not helping matters when my newsfeed gets. I mean, it could take weeks to get your newsfeed uh, working again. And, and, and then people write me and say, Why aren't you on my newsfeed? And I say, Because I posted something that Facebook didn't like. You can already figure out you don't get radio ratings from controversial Facebook posts, so you don't get much reach either. I mean, I think everybody who thinks they have it all figured out don't. Even we don't have it figured out because they change the rules all the time. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.